0: Some thoughts on abortion. These aren't thoughts about... Should it be legal? Should it not? Does the Constitution protect it? So it's really not thoughts on abortion. (laughs) I'm about ten words into this, and I just told you that the first five were false. This is more like a response to the quality of the arguments that I'm hearing people say. Let me just give one... Look, I tend to bristle more at arguments by people who are politically closer to me than I do when it comes to arguments from people who are kind of politically further from me. I don't know why that is. I've always been one of those people. You know, I end up arguing in my head with people who are also somewhere left on the spectrum. And it seems like people who are somewhere on the right... I kind of just don't even, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why that is, but I'll start off with one thing I'll say about arguments that I hear on the right, and the main thing I'm feeling right now when I think about those types of arguments, arguments coming from those quarters, is you have to own the consequences of your position, and, and some people do, some people do, but the evasiveness when it comes to talking about the fact that if you're going to ban abortion from the moment of conception, and you make no exceptions for that, there will be women who die because of that, maybe you make exceptions for the life of the mother, but not for if a woman has been abused, not for if the pregnancy is the consequence of a crime that was committed. So, look, if you're, if you take the position that a zygote is a person, you know, the fertilized egg is a person, it does kind of seem like you need to take, you know, the the full position here then. If that's a person, then they have all the rights of of a person and, You can't just wantonly (laughs) terminate them. But of course, you know, again, my my point here is just when you see governors being asked about there's a 10-year-old girl who was raped and now she's pregnant and she's not allowed to have an abortion in your state. I don't really know what to say about that other than if if you've taken the sort of maximalist pro-life position then you, you got to answer that question bluntly and like i said some people some people do they'll say something like well you know a, one tragedy doesn't justify another one or something like that okay but like i said the things that really bug me the most are i don't really know where i am politically anymore i i feel like i'm just out in the wilderness by myself but I guess I'll still put it this way. The arguments that bothered me the most are bad arguments by people who have just some sort of gut feeling or closer to me politically. Here's a bad argument. This isn't even just an argument. This is the claim that the conservative justices think that if a right is not explicitly stated in the Constitution, then the Constitution doesn't protect that right. That's false. That's absolutely not true. I believe all of them agree that there are unenumerated rights protected by the constitution. If it's not all of them it's like all of them except Thomas. It's probably all of them though. The divide between the justices is how to go about identifying such rights. And this is where you get stuff about, you know, deeply rooted in tradition and stuff like that. So, the Constitution doesn't say anything about abortion. So now we have to say things like, and I I want to emphasize, like the following. I, I'm not suggesting this is, I, I don't, this isn't precisely what they're asking, I imagine, but they're asking questions such as, um, does the liberty protected by the 14th Amendment encompass a right to an abortion? Well, how would you find out? So we we can't find abortion in there. So let's try something like, well, maybe liberty, maybe abortion is part of, maybe a right to have an abortion is part of what it means to be free. And that's liberty. And so maybe the 14th Amendment protects a right to have an abortion. So the question is, how would you test that? How would you find out? And the conservative justices say, well, it would have to be deeply rooted. So like, I think, you know, I think, they agree that there's a right to marry. (laughs) Now, I think they disagree on whether there's a right to marry someone of the same sex, but there's a right to marriage. But it doesn't say that in the Constitution. But it's a deeply rooted tradition that kind of goes without saying that people have a right to get married. And so they take for granted that the Constitution protects it by, for instance... Protecting liberty. And that's a word that's actually used, by the way. So the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment is the one that actually says states can't do such and such. The rest of the amendments are all about, or at least primarily about, the federal government. The federal government can't, for instance, violate free speech, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Before the 14th Amendment, the First Amendment only applied to the federal government. The Second Amendment only applied to the federal government, etc. The Fourteenth Amendment changed that um so when you're talking about abortion, you're talking about the Fourteenth Amendment to one degree or another because you're talking about state laws. If we're talking about a federal law, then we could theoretically at least and maybe in in fact would be talking about the the other amendments anyway, my point here what was my point? Oh, the claim that the difference between the justices is whether or not any of them... The claim that the conservative justices think that the Constitution only protects rights that are explicitly stated... You know, you're never going to get people to stop saying that. Because things are taught like that in school, too. Uh, Hamilton and Jefferson... This is not fresh in my mind, but remember there was this... uh, Over the Bank... I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but this is part of the U.S. history curriculum, is we're we're taught um, that Hamilton, you know, thought you could do anything that the Constitution didn't explicitly say you couldn't do, and then Jefferson thought the Constitution, um, you know, banned the government from doing anything other than what was explicitly stated in it. I I could be wrong, but, I'm sure that that is not an accurate description of the debate. <laughs> um, I'm sure Hamilton didn't think that the government could do anything that it wasn't prohibited from doing. I, I'm really skeptical that that, that was anybody's position. Because it it just wasn't how the government was... I think it was clear to everybody they were establishing a government of, of, of limited um, scope. Anyway... Um, I was analogizing that to the way people oversimplify describing the difference between conservative and liberal justices about identifying unenumerated rights. The conservative justices also believe the Constitution protects unenumerated, unexplicitly stated rights. The disagreement between the justices is how to identify such rights. And the conservative justices obviously think the scope of such rights is much smaller than the liberal justices. All right, so that there's one of the things I wanted to say. So that's a claim that's false. Here are some of just bad arguments, bad, bad arguments. Bloomberg Law, it's one of, if not the best, podcast about law. There's a lot of bad ones. Um, a lot of them are just kind of like it's mostly just like professor types trying to be funny by being sarcastic I mean, it's just awful anyway, Bloomberg Law they had a professor on and he didn't like the Supreme Court's decision this is the Dobbs case was the most recent ruling the one that overruled Roe versus Wade and also overruled a case from the 90s called Casey I don't know the full name of that one, actually. Well, apparently the justices looked at laws. So the, the 14th Amendment is passed in, I, it's the 1860s, I don't know the exact year. So the justices, the, the conservative ones in the majority, they wanted to figure out what I could be getting the... I'm getting the gist of this right. I'm sure of it. I could be getting some of the details wrong, though I apologize for that. But, you know, if we want to know what the 14th Amendment protected, you know, one way of finding out whether or not this 14th Amendment protects abortion would be to say, well, did the state governments protect abortion rights when the 14th Amendment was passed? Right? So, like, if... You know, if every state government gave women the right to have an abortion, then we might—that might add some credence to the idea that the Fourteenth Amendment protects such a right. So they, the Supreme Court conservative justices, they look at the state laws of the day, the age, <laughs> of the era, and they say, no, there wasn't, it, there wasn't clearly a, a right to have an abortion at that time, and so it's unlikely that the authors of the Fourteenth Amendment. Thought that the 14th Amendment would protect a right to have an abortion. And it's unlikely that, for instance, the word liberty encompassed the right to have an abortion. Um, These are the kinds of arguments they're making. And so this guest on Bloomberg Law, he says, well, for some reason, they weren't interested in laws from 200 years before that. And for some reason, they weren't interested in laws from 100 years after that. You know, they're cherry-picking. I hope that you can see what's wrong with that without me saying it. What the justices were doing is they're trying to figure out what was meant by the 14th Amendment. And so they were looking at data, in effect, from... The era in which it was written, you know, laws from 200 years earlier or 100 years later would, of course, be less relevant to doing that. <laughs> but the, he just he just said that, like you know, <laughs> where I'm going with this is when somebody is saying something and they're 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 affirming a proposition we're in favor of or they're arguing against a proposition that we're against. We accept the worst arguments. Just this one's not even this one's such a bad argument because it's I'd have to think about it more to be able to to articulate what's wrong with it precisely. But I hope you can see that it's like fundamentally wrong. It's it's like (laughs) it's totally mistaken. But he, he makes that argument. The host doesn't point out that there's a problem with the argument and it's all said in a tone as if it's, you know, you know a real slam dunk of look how ridiculous these people are and it's but if you're if you're being sincere about evaluating someone's argument all of his criticism was irrelevant. <laughs> so, anyway, there's another thought. We accept really stupid arguments when the person is Putting them forth in favor of a proposition that we support, how about the idea? Have you seen the meme about you know if guys could have a baby, then they'd they'd probably be in favor of women having a right to an abortion or something like that. When you look at the polling, the differences between men and women on abortion this is, this isn't a, a male female issue, <laughs> at least in terms of position. You know, people's positions on the issue. You know, I, I I get that it affects women more than men. Which makes it all the more notable that they don't have different positions on the issue. Not to a significant degree. On the Gallup website, they have like uh, like 50 years of polling data. It's all pretty steady in the sense that something like 65% of people think that abortion should be legal under at least some circumstances. And maybe a third of people. In fact, if I recall, it's only some. If you really looked at it closely, it was something like fifteen percent of the population thinks it should be illegal under all circumstances. Something like that. But at any rate, they break it down by men and women, and there just isn't a substantial difference, at least until very recently. So, in, in fairness, it does look like there was like a kind of a bump up. In and we're talking like the last couple years, but like you know the the number of women in favor of abortion rights versus men, it seemed like they kind of diverged in to an interesting degree. But but even now, it's it's not it's not that you know eighty percent of women are in favor of it and you know eighty percent of men are against it. It's just not like that at all. So those memes don't make any sense. I mean, it's it sounds it's one of those things where people people put these things out and you know it kind of sounds like a real kind of clever point but it, it's it's built on like a false premise that you know men and women have different attitudes about abortion and they don't <laughs> another bad argument polling I feel like uh, especially like morning Joe I've, I've, they'll they'll pull up the polling and you, can you believe the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade and you know most people don't think they should have who the hell cares what most people think the, the Supreme Court should do? Since when do people on the left think that you should take a poll when it comes to people's rights? Did you like that argument, you know, when we were talking about gay marriage? It's not relevant. Or at least if you think it's relevant, apply it in every circumstance. Well, most people at some point, I mean, not too, not too long ago, right, most people were against... Um, the idea of same-sex marriage, well, the Supreme Court better better not find a right to it then. So if we're, again, if someone's putting forth an argument that's in favor of, you know, our side, we all applaud like imbeciles with no reflection on, like, uh, the principle and its consequences. So that's what I've been thinking about. Those are my thoughts. I, I guess I'll say this too, just because it might, you know, might not be clear. I don't, I don't know if the the Constitution protects a right to an abortion. And I, I really mean, I don't know. I don't know how to decide that. If we were starting right now when we wrote a Constitution, you know, if we, if we had a a fully free society write a Constitution, then the idea of strict fidelity to the intentions of the authors of the Constitution would make a lot of sense to me. But we're talking about a document written before... People say before women had the right to vote. I'm sure that's false. It's before they had a federally guaranteed right to vote. Um, States... It wasn't that states, you know... (laughs) this This is often the case. This is something makes headway in states, and then eventually makes its up, way up to the federal level, level. Anyway, the more important point was simply, we are looking at a document that was created under circumstances that we, we wouldn't accept as legitimate today. So the idea of trying to somehow correct for that, I think, makes some sense. And also, the simple idea that freedom encompasses the right to make choices about your body that seems pretty obvious too you could persuade me either way about what the constitution says about abortion the fact that it doesn't say anything specifically or explicitly about it i don't think that actually matters to anyone um at least it's not a a, a, it's not a definitive point for anybody The question is really, you know, how do you decide which enumerated rights the Constitution protects? How do you factor in the fact that, you know, women weren't full participants in crafting this document or or maybe participants at all, really, right? All right, so what does the Constitution say? I don't know. That's my position. Should women have a right to an abortion? Yeah, that seems pretty obvious that there's some... Again, there's a line at some point. There is one other point I want to make, actually. I'll I'll finish this up, and then I'll make that last point, and then I'll uh, delete all of this. (laughs) I, I don't think it makes sense to bestow, like, the full panoply of rights upon a zygote, a fertilized egg. It does seem obvious that at some point, well before birth, that fetus gets some rights. <laughs> right, I, I it it doesn't make sense to me. No, no, it's not it doesn't make sense to me. It it's too it just can't be the case that, you know, let's say we're 8 months into a pregnancy and a woman just feels like killing that 8-month-old person. That can't be right, can it? <laughs> but but if we're talking weeks, we're talking months. I don't know where the line is. I don't know. And I know the Supreme Court picked viability almost out of the air. I don't know that it's viability. In fact, I think Roberts is kind of onto something to the extent that I understand what he said. is he He basically said that maybe 15 weeks is fine. And I know that's upsetting to people because sometimes women don't know they're pregnant prior to 15 weeks. So maybe that isn't the right line. I don't know but i'm just saying yes there obviously there is <laughs> a grace period all right there's some period during which it must be the case that a, a woman has the right to, to terminate a pregnancy um so you can hear my kind of ambivalence here is that pro choice is that pro life I, I don't know and what's funny is this what i just described is almost everybody's position it's the position of like if you just took the average person, so to speak. You know, the 65% of the population, that's their position. If you take a pro-life person, something like half of them if I if I understood the polling correctly, something like half of them think they're pro-life but okay, there's some circumstances under which it should be permitted. And <laughs> if you take a pro-choice person, not all of them think abortion should be legal, you know, up until birth. That isn't what most people think. The polling didn't make that clear. And I think it's weird that we don't talk about this because the, the idea of terminating a pregnancy in the first week versus the last month, those are so different. And I feel like everybody knows they're different, and we all, in our idea of whatever the you know least worst policy would be, we all think of them as different, but then we talk as if, We all fall into these, like, stark camps. It looks to me like 15% of people think abortion should be illegal from the moment of conception for, you know, no exceptions. Something like that. I didn't see any polling on how many people think you should be able to have an abortion for any reason all the way up until pregnancy. I didn't see that asked, but I I bet it's a tiny number. And one of the things that's interesting about that is that you can be a pro choice person and actually you can know it's exactly what it's like to be somebody who thinks a woman should have to carry a pregnancy she doesn't want. Because you probably think that about like say the last month of a pregnancy. Who's that guy who wrote um Behave, I think is the name of his book? He's a smart guy, he's really not good at explaining things though, but he's what's this guy's name? studied primates and hormones and how it affects behavior. Anyway, I heard him describe categorical thinking before, and I know that's a term that we all hear, but um, the way he said it was the first time I heard someone talk about it in a way that you know was kind of like clearly explained. And he was saying that categorical thinking is when you have these, you set things up into categories. <laughs> I, know, I know this is like just obvious to everybody, but you put things into categories and once you've done that you stop noticing how similar the things actually are and the differences that you've used to to separate the two seem more salient than they actually are all right so there's there's definitely differences between you know there's there's red states where abortion is going to be largely illegal in a way that it isn't in blue states and there will be a difference, but I don't think it's as different as, look, there are states where it won't, how do I put this? It's not going to be the case that you can get a, an abortion anytime you want at any stage of your pregnancy in most states, most blue states. It's not going to be the case, I don't think, right? Let me put it this way. I don't know what red states are going to do. There's a whole other issue of political primaries fucking up the political system so that you get this the most deranged people elected. If, if policy reflected <laughs> public attitudes, all of the states would have pretty comparable abortion laws. There would be a range but I don't think you'd have any state where it was illegal from the moment of conception with no exceptions. And I don't think you'd have any state where you could get an abortion all the way up until, you know, the baby's just about to come out, but you decide you're going to abort it. I think we're actually more similar than uh, than we think. That wasn't really of, what I, I turned this on uh, in order to say, though. I just wanted to list those things that were bugging me, and I really don't have a larger point and um i guess i'll go delete this now <laughs> <laughs>